smoking, I pouring up. Keep that lean up in my cup. All my car got leather and wood in my hood. We call it book. Everybody wanna bow. I let brows at the mall. If he up, watching falls. I can fuck with y'all. Pussy ass hoe niggas. I can fuck with y'all. Bitches all up in my business. I can fuck with y'all. Industry counterfeits. I can fuck with y'all. Taking off when you landing. Bitch niggas gonna throw tantrums and I'm dancing on them stars. The galaxy ain't got room for y'all. Ain't nothing gonna happen soon for y'all. While I'm here and every day I hear your bullshit. Self pity. Reason why you never dealt with me. Reason why your girl dealt with me. Hands up in the building, we get busy and say. Yep, that's exactly what this sound like. A to the A to the L I Y A H. Give it up two times, then give it right back. Don't blow my high. Smoking Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting, sitting across from me, E-Man Bates. The PIP, that is me, and we're here in Plymouth Rock Studio for episode 87. 87, but we're not killing anything. 87 of them things. (laughs) 87 of them things. I started the episode with Kendrick Blow My High for no particular reason at all. Oh, really? Huh. <laughs> That's Got the first it. time ever, I think. Uh, honestly, the reason I started that is because last night I was chilling on the porch because it was beautiful in Detroit, and I was listening to my shit on Shuffle, and Section 80 came on, and I was like, damn, this song is so good. I forgot how good that uh, Blow My High is by Kendrick when so he's all, shouting all out. All the Section Aaliyah. 80 for that And matter. I actually yeah. don't have that many, R- I don't have really, uh, E-Man might, but I don't have any R.I.P.'s uh, personally, so R.I.P. Aaliyah, like the song says, because <laughs> it's always a good time to say R.I.P. Aaliyah. It is. Cut way Detroit too short. Native. Uh, yeah, that's right. Detroit native. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, but anyways, I, I yes. I do have an R.I.P. though. So but... we are here for a uh, another episode, um, and there is a lot of t- stuff to talk about. We are actually doing a special thing here where we're recording three episodes at once because we're going to be out of town because the next couple of weeks. Because we love you guys. We're working overtime. <laughs> Eric, we love you too. Yes, especially. we love you, Eric. And we will try to keep right on time with our one hour and 30 and 30 um, uh, format that we got going on. So to not waste any time, um, we're going to get right into these uh, birthday shout-outs. Happy and I know birthday e- <laughs> to you. E-Man's list was Happy crazy. I've birthday. got some. <laughs> and it kept growing. <laughs> it's so crazy. I've got a few. Let's see it's, if a you... lot of, it's a lot of you <laughs> damn Tauruses out here. The Taurus or Gemini season? I think it's Taurus season. I'm a Taurus. Speaking of which, my birthday's on Tuesday, so uh, happy birthday to myself. Yes. <laughs> I wanna, happy uh, early <laughs> birthday to my uh, my, my PIP turning 34. Yes, mm-hmm. sir. I'm getting old. Old, man, I'm in my I'm easing into my early 30s, and I want to. I mean, my That's early mid-30s. 30s, my mid 30s. Um, but I want to also shout out our, our good friend Sue for having a great evening for us last night in Detroit. Uh, she was DJ Cool Kids, DJ Cool Kids School, or Cool, cool Kids Sue. Well, that's a bit of a tongue twister. Go cool follow her on Sue. Instagram, um, because she's really dope and she DJs all around the city. We were at the skate park last night. Uh, that's in Detroit, right off the Riverwalk. I we think missed her called... set, unfortunately. We missed so, it. So we I li- apologize. <laughs> I live streamed it at the house, though. I had it on Instagram Live because she had us up there on that. And um, but no, we had a really fun that time last night. That skate park was tight, by the way. That skate park yeah. is really sweet. I did not even know it was down there. It's right off the wi- Riverwalk. So like, if you it's were around... to be at Campus Marshes area, 
by the Riverwalk, like if um, like right off Woodward, it's a little bit west of where that's at. It's about two miles west if you guys, of where that's if at. If you uh, the, the Detroit music OGs, if you guys remember Blondie's back on Fort Street, uh, it's about maybe a mile away from there yep. where that site used to be. Or yep. uh, Giant Noodle King, favorite mm-hmm. noodle spot. Shout out to the boy Kevin that works yeah, over there. Kev yeah, Kev the uh, tasteful nudes. Oh man, taste- I saw the <laughs> we got the yes, <laughs> yeah. So, but we're about to digress a little bit. Sorry, Eric. But no, I found a tasteful nudes calendar like in my car when I was cleaning it out, and I'm like, oh man, I forgot Kevin was Mr. December. So, we yeah, we use that. that as one we of the cover arts for that our podcast, for, for, our, for the pile for one episode. I remember that. But anyways, um, yeah. So we want to get into these birthdays and stuff because Happy there was a lot of them. Um, I want to say the ones that I had down was. Uh, Ghostface Killer from Raekwon. Um, I had Ghostface Killer from Wake from Raekwon. <laughs> Ghostface Killer from, from D- Wu Tang. <laughs> um, Stevie Wonder, uh, my favorite musician of all time, turned seventy one last week. Um, e Man and I live right down the street from Stevie Wonder Avenue. Um, Pusha T, uh, David Byrne from Talking Heads. Um, and then I'll kick it over to E-Man because I know he had like 20,000 more. <coughs> There's a lot of you Tauruses out there. Let me start firing this baby off. Uh, possibly one of the greatest rebounders in NBA history, Dennis Rodman. Ooh. Happy birthday. Uh, Robert Pattinson, happy birthday. Janet Jackson, happy birthday. Romney Malik, if you know from uh, Oh, my God, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. One of the best TV shows. Literally well, my favorite TV show. Or as well as uh, he played Freddie Mercury in what was the, what was the name of the movie again? Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that, is that what the name of the movie actually was? Yeah, it was Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I didn't uh, know that. Pierce Brosnan, the OG James Bond. Wow. Cam Newton. Jesus. Keenan Thompson. Uh, NBA player <laughs> Mo Baba. I got oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett Smith. So many birds. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Frank Gore. Otis receiver. Uh, not receiver. Otis running back in the game probably right now. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah's? Isaiah just turned oh, 30 we're today, We're going to play actually. his new single then. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, a lot of birthdays going on. And I had a couple RIPs. Just uh, one uh, Detroit coach, actually, uh, oh. Dennis Smith. Uh, he died in a car crash. He was coach for Cast Tech. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Shout out to that. We were right by Cast Tech as well, which hosts uh, a couple of our favorite venues right by Cast Tech over there by TV Lounge, who is back open now. So go support TV Lounge because all the Detroit businesses – Need your help now that uh, the pandemic is kind of well. It's not right. over, but it's definitely things are opening back up. Um, we've heard now from the governor that the mask mandate is—is um, is it optional or to businesses? Like, how's exactly it is, that working? So it's no longer enforced. Like they technically, yeah. You know, I mean, pretty much you don't have to wear a mask into yeah. a business. However, it is the business's discretion to still use them. Right. Uh, but it's not statewide regulated anymore. I think I'm still gonna rock them inside like, businesses because just out of respect. My uh, like my job friend, like Eastern Mark and Ferndale, we're not we're not gonna been to that we're we're definitely gonna keep masks yeah on same with ours sure. and, and then it's yep. pretty much a lot of places i've been to in the past like couple days for instance yeah or not a couple days but yesterday and today yeah that, yeah we still need a mask so. yeah and it's definitely yeah. still there with uber because um oh, boy, shout out, it is. hey shout out my my uber driver frederick by the way who just took me to this podcast because he had the dopest ass music playing he had this band called sean who i'm chon i think it's c-h-o-n 
I will get back to you on the next episode because that might be my something uh, new slash old because it was super fire. Gotcha. <laughs> but and anyways, yeah. Real so. quick, Dennis Smith, yeah, he was a football coach for Cast Tech. Oh, awesome. And so, RP to him, he was a mentor for a mm-hmm. lot of people. I don't, you know, obviously I don't know him personally, but just reading about him, he right. like a really good guy. As well as a uh, professional wrestler, New Jack, passed away oh, from ECW. I heard about that on Rosenberg's uh, thing. Uh, passed away due to a heart attack at 58. I remember him from like I think it was I think his wrestling group was the Gangsters or something like that. Uh-huh. It was like early '90s, like mid '90s or so. Uh, the dude was a crazy son of a bitch. Gotta I be heard. honest with you, on in the ring, like yeah. very controversial, but yeah, however, very dope. Yeah, and I just want to give him a shout out and right. you know prayers up for his family. Absolutely, absolutely. But um, yeah. So as we play up some of the music from the birth- birthdays that we're celebrating this week, we are going to try a little bit of the beer that E Man brought for us this week. We on a we on the sweet and sour side of this one, guys. Mm-hmm. So, over from uh, Witch's Hat Brewing over in South Lyon, we have the Blueberry Lemonade Goza. Mm. Uh, it is blueberries and lemon zest. Goza, if you guys are familiar with Goza's, is more of like a sour style. Uh, not really hoppy, not really like thick or anything like that. It's just nice and refreshing. Uh, Blueberry Lemonade Goza is a deep reddish blue in color with a fluffy purple head. The aroma explodes with flesh bl- <laughs> pause. <laughs> That's the most pause-worthy pause I've ever paused in life. <laughs> I tried to I tried to do it with a straight face. I genuinely tried to do it with a straight face. The aroma explodes with fresh blueberries and lemons and dances between both sweet and sour on the palate. Uh, Witch's Hat actually has like a little tidbit about why they have the bat on here. Uh, if you look at the artwork, and I'll put this on our Untapped, which on untapped.com slash beats underscore and underscore brews. Uh, why a bat? A bat entered our lives both metaphorically and literally. A symbol in some beliefs of darkness, death, and the underworld, which bats believe to be a good omen. Our bat was our guardian in that in the night. Our bat showed us good good fortune through its transition. It was a sign of new beginnings. Strong vision and dreaming followed the appearance of our bat. Much like the bat, we value our role in the community and are sensitive to the needs of our neighbors. Giving back is a huge part of who we are and what we do. We feel so lucky ah, we feel so lucky to be part of the craft beer community and our belief that we are here. We follow. Ah, we are here because we followed our bat. I know it's really tiny. I need my glasses. I apologize. Which is that? You guys are great. <laughs> we feel to be. I run that. Let me run that back real quick. We feel so lucky to be part of the craft beer community. And it's our belief that we are here because we followed our bat. Thank you for keeping us happily employed. Cheers, Ryan and Aaron from Witch's Hat Brewing Company. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. So while we taste a little bit of this, we're going to play some of the music of the birthdays so to kick it off i'm gonna i'm playing this specifically in honor of our good buddy gabe um who we we miss dearly and we want to send much love to him we love Um, you man Um, he lost his mother last week yeah uh, unfortunately um we kind of alluded to it on the podcast a little bit but we didn't want to talk about it because we didn't want to you know step on any toes when anything while while things were going on yeah i didn't we i i wanted to bring it up last week really bad the only thing is i you know i didn't know if it was my place to or not but now that the funeral is over like it was yesterday i stopped by and you know pay my respects to him right talk to him for a while uh now you know now that's clear i feel like you know comfortable enough to say 
on air that, you know, his mother passed and gosh, you send any condolences, any good wishes like to their family. Uh, it's a rough situation, man. You know, for me, losing a parent, that's the hardest part. That's one of the hardest parts is this time right now while I'm still fresh. But, you know, it's it never gets it never goes away and it never really recover from it. However, you do get better with time. Mm-hmm. So absolutely. Praise so, we, for Gabe. so we love you, Gabe. Um, and family. the best way I know how to show my good energy and love to somebody is through music. And I know Gabe is a big fan of the Ghostface Killer album with Bad, Bad, Not Good. And Subarus. And Subarus. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> he's a big fan of Bad, Bad, Not Good and Ghostface Killer's album that they have together. And this song is also featuring one of our hometown heroes, Elzai. So here's Gun Showers to start this uh, birthday round off with, um, um, you know, Ghostface Killer. Here you go. Toast it up. Favorite of all time, my favorite album of all time, a little too high, off intervisions. Push a T off an album that should have got a little more praise, but man, it's I mean it's really good even though it was seven songs. Is it Daytona? Yes, sir. Is it if you know you know? Yes, sir. The wrist on that boy, rock star like Pink Floyd, waving that rude boy. I'm waving at you, boy. Ran off on the plug too, like True Goy. Imagine me, dude, boy. You could never do what I do, boy. Still ducking shit that I did, boy. Niggas in Paris for a hit, boy. These ain't the same type of hits, boy. Shit can get litter than lit, boy. You don't take these type of risks, boy. Cause this boy been throwing that D like rich, boy. You miss, boy. Your numbers don't add up on the blow. That was 10 years ago. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. You're right, that one doesn't do nothing. 
That intro to this album is so hard. Yeah. <laughs> if you know, so you know. This thing of ours, um, oh, this thing And then of another ours. one of my favorite bands of all time who holds a really special place in my heart. It makes me think of my boy J- Junior Calabrese, who we lost um, a few years back um, with Talking Heads. Here's a little bit of Once in a Lifetime. So happy birthday to David Byrne, one of the greatest rock stars of all time, in my opinion. You may find yourself. <laughs> I actually really love this song. It's so good. One of the most legendary women of all time in music. A little bit of Janet Jackson. Happy birthday to you as well. This song is so good. I got jazzed up just looking at the list of Janet Jackson songs. <laughs> oh, man, this is my mom's favorite. Really? This is my mom's so favorite good. Janet Jackson song. <laughs> She has a song with Q-Tip and Joni Mitchell, which is like mind blowing to me. I've never even heard it. I just got it till it's gone. I don't know what's that. Joel for making one of the most classic uh, R.I.P. songs of all time. Only the good die young. Which this album, The Stranger, by the way, something serious. Come out, Virginia, don't let me wait. The Catholic girls start much too late. All the sooner or later, it comes down to fate. I might as well will be the one. Well, they showed you a statue, told you to pray. They built you a temple and locked you away. Ah, but they never told you the price that you pay for the things that you might have done. Only the good die young. That's what I said. And then my favorite TDE member, I don't know. Actually, that's a tough question. <laughs> that's that's, you, that's I mean, a tough one. Are you sure But he probably that? I think he is. He's the, the one that I listen to the most, he's honestly. A, he's a top Maybe Kendrick. Three. I don't know. He's Him a top Kendrick. three for me. I'm back and forth with Kendrick. But anyways, Isaiah Rashad, I love you. Your music is amazing. I'm so glad that you're back and healthy. Hey. 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 
Happy birthday to everyone um, that makes music. We are internally in debt to you guys for the beautiful art that you provide us. Uh, but yeah, this beer, man, this is delicious. I know I, you're on a sour kick, so I tried to get something with uh, with that in mind. I'm However, I do it. love this. I do love this beer. Actually. I mean, there's not much. I mean, that's a great combination right there. Blueberries and lemon. Dude, it's got a really good <laughs> on rating on Untapped, actually. And Tab's giving it a uh, 4.7 out of 5. Have we ever had so. a, we've, have we had Witch's Hat Oh, sorry, before? sorry. I'm sorry. 4.13. Uh, 4.7 ABV, no IBUs. Have we had Witch's Hat on the podcast before? No. No? Not that I know of, at least. I can't remember that we have it either. I don't think so. Uh, shout out to Witch's Hat because yeah, this th- is really uh, a great first experience. Where's, where's Witch's Hat, I think, is in South, South Lion. Lion. Yeah, it says, yep, South Lion. So, uh, I mean, there's not a whole lot to break down. You definitely get the blueberry and lemon flavoring, like and right a purple off the head. Yeah, <laughs> that fluffy purple head. Yeah, I'm looking at because <laughs> we don't we don't have pint glasses here right now, so. I was drinking this straight out the can like some savages, but I swear I'm, I'm going to be immature until the day I die. <laughs> <laughs> Fluffy purple. But every photo I'm looking at on tap right now, yeah, it's definitely got that uh, that carbonation that head to it. So yeah, no, I really like enjoyed it. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on it because we got a lot to do tonight. Yes, but we um, do. yeah, this is delicious, and I will definitely be trying more of their beears. But with that being said, something no. Oh, are we doing it? Oh are we yeah, doing baby, it? we doing it. Yeah, E-Man. Cue up that reverb, buddy. <laughs> something, something, oh, oh, something, something, new, 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 new. <laughs> Dude, I laughed so hard last week listening <laughs> back to that with the reverb on it. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> but anyways, yes. So, um, I believe I had you start it last week, um, if my memory serves me. So I will start it off this week with something old. And um, I usually try to keep it themed-oriented or something to do with a birthday that's happened. Um, And it was a birthday last week um, with the album Just As I Am by Bill Withers. Um, Turned 50 years old. It came out in April, or in May, I'm sorry, in May of um, 1971. Which is crazy to think about. That's 50 years ago because just last week we were interviewing my mom about her concert that she went to of Sly and the Family Stone, which was in 1971. So, like, just thinking about that, I didn't even realize when I was on the phone with my mom that that was when she was probably 16 years old. <laughs> which is that's, wow. that's nuts, right? <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to my mom for raising me on great music. But, anyways, yeah. So, Just As I Am by Bill Withers is an amazing, amazing album. It's got some of his best hits on it that everybody um, probably knows. It's got Ain't No Sunshine When She's Gone. And more specifically, um, this week is something I I didn't want to talk too long about it because I'm introducing a slightly new topic that is part of this topic, or part of this segment, I should say, um, called Guess the guess the sample that I want to play for E-Man to see if he knows what song this came from. Um, so Am I th- guessing the song it came from? Yeah, I'm guessing the, guessing the song, the song that it okay, turned okay, into. Okay. I'm going to play the original, and you're going to guess what the all sample right. is, all right? So um, here's a song called Grandma's Hands 
by Bill Withers, and let's see if E-Man knows where this is at. It's pretty easy to tell by the vocal, but we'll see. Oh, shit. Music's so chow, right? No, no, no. Clapped in church on Sunday morning. Grandma's hand. Played a tambourine so well. Down with the guitar. You got it, you got it, you got it. It's this. Black Street, baby. Black Street. Ah, <laughs> yeah. I knew it was somebody around that ballpark. You know yeah. I like the play. Which originally has Dr. Dre on it, too, the original version. No doubt. Probably the first Dr. Dre song I ever no heard. Doubt. <laughs> this is one of the first like hip hop R and B songs I ever heard. That I actually like gravitated Yo, to, I guess I should say. The verse. It's going down, fade to Black Street. The homies got at me, collab creations. Bump like agony, no doubt. I put it down, never slouch. As long as my crew yeah, that's a little bit of guess the sample. Shouty, get down, get loud. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's what I had for something old. And we also got to say rest in peace, Bill Withers, because we lost Bill Withers um, last year during the whole COVID pandemic craziness. Um, I don't think he died of COVID, but he just ended up passing away last year in 2020. So... Shout out to one of, uh, in my opinion, is the most pure voices in soul music history. And it really, I guess, I also want to say, I think a lot of people pin black artists in, like, the R&B, and it's either R&B or it's hip-hop, you know what I mean? And really, Bill Rithers was a singer-songwriter. I mean, a lot of it was was acoustic guitar playing and just really, like, awesome vocal performances with really um, sharp lyrics. So shout out to Bill Withers for being a groundbreaker, in my opinion. Bill and Withers, now I'll kick it over to you. Dude, it's really hard to follow Bill, Bill Withers, <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. To be honest with you, I listened to not that much old music this week. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I listen to a lot of new music. But I do want to talk about, I guess this is a something old that I re-listened to because it was re-released on mm-hmm. streaming services, was the Nicki Minaj Be Ooh, Me Up, Scotty. Man. That came out, what, 10, it was 11 years ago? I think it was 2010, maybe. Yeah, 11 years. You right. Yeah, yeah, 11 years ago. Uh, wow. Nicki Minaj Be Me Up, Scotty. This was... My, like many people's introduction to Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. and it kind of secured re releasing it and hearing it, how it held up in 2021, reassures me that Nicki Minaj was like, is like the top, like, in my opinion, like, with, with of that style, she's, she's which, the like, goat. Where you, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about Rhapsody or anybody like that right, right now, but if right. you want to include, let's say, like, talking the little Kim, we're talking rappers. like the little Kim, we're talking like the Cardi B's, mm-hmm. we're talking like that, like. You know that era I'm sorry, of like Cardi Femsy. B, but Nicki Minaj is way better. Oh my god, I, love, I forgot. Uh, just so much. She just does so fucking She's much. So talented. Like, it's holy crazy. shit! This I forgot how great this project was, yeah, man. I agree with you, man. Nah, like, man, it was it's a, a holiday. Like, it was a DJ holiday holiday season. Holiday season. Holiday season. Did he do the whole thing? Let's see. I got the credits. I'm pretty up right sure here. he did. Uh. No, there's a bunch of different producers on here, apparently. I mean, there's a lot of, because it's a mixtape, so you got, like, a lot of different beats on there, for instance. Um, Let's see here. There were three new songs, by the way, off yes, of there. Yes, yes, So, there was. Scene Green, uh, I think Fractions, and then the G Herbo and Chirac. There's also, apparently, I haven't, li- I ha- so I haven't gotten the time to check it out. So, I guess uh, 40 is on here a lot as, uh, like, Mixer and... Um, 
that producer. tracks because Drake is on near one of the new tracks. And, yep, you that know, makes Young sense. Money Camp, so that all tracks for it. Um, G Herbo is on here. I forgot That's about that. Boy. That was produced by Boy Wonder. Oh man, shout out to G Herbo. Keep your head up. I know you're going through some shit. G Herbo's on here a few times actually. Um, yeah, but the whole project is crazy, uh, isn't it? Nicki Minaj, she just has it's just so much versatility that I never really like deep down like dug into. I mean, mind you, this wasn't like the project that made me a Nicki Minaj fan. Like it was definitely like got me into it. Mm-hmm. But nah, man, this was solid. I think I definitely like Pink Friday, but nah, this was this was great, man. Let's start so- to finish. My thing with that is too, like I think my actually, you know what, my like main introduction that made me like Really like in the Nicki Minaj like at that time was the Kanye one the monster because oh, I mean, she, she fucking she smoked, all <laughs> she those smoked everybody. Oh, it's Kanye! It's, what the? It's fuck? funny because it's literally Nicki Minaj might have been one of Nicki Minaj's best verses and arguably Hove's worst verse of all time. Yep, <laughs> in the same song. Hove was terrible, dude. The, um, shout out Juan Epstein. Shout out Cypher Signs and, uh, and don't and get me wrong. We, are, we of course we love. Hove, <laughs> they, they make but, they make yeah. fun. Uh, we love. I mean, oh, I think Hove can take a little now. criticism because he's the greatest of all time. Exactly. But he definitely had a verse where he literally just named off monsters and then said, "Bitch, I'm a motherfucking monster. Goblins, ghouls, fucking King Kong." <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that shit was terrible. But anyway, I feel like dude, was he this... got that song. I feel like Kanye sent him that shit like last minute, and he's like, "All right, I'll write something." Definitely, it. definitely, hundred <laughs> percent. Um, wait, so is this one of the new tracks on here? Because I'm just seeing on, I've just pulled Which up one? the album. I haven't gotten around to listening to it since it's been re-released. But there's a best I ever had remix. Yeah, you know that. That was that, that was already, that was already there. Yeah, really. Yeah. How have I never heard that before? <laughs> I've literally never heard that before. That's crazy. And then I forgot about, there's a couple tracks with Gucci Mane on here, too. I forgot about their, like, relationship back in the day. Well, yeah, because they were under the same management with uh, Waka's mom. Yep. Um, Which track would you like me to play? Should I play the best I ever had remix? No, I'll let you pick. Whatever you want to play. Ooh, man. Uh, I am going to go with, let's go with I Get Crazy with Lil Wayne. Okay. I get crazy. Without further ado, from Nicki Minaj's first mixtape that put her on the map, Beam Me Up Scotty, here is I Get Crazy with Lil Wayne. Affiliates, nigga. Pay attention, bitch. See, I know you didn't see this coming. DJ Holiday, usual suspect, right? This crown feels so good on my head right now. Y'all niggas gotta step your weight up. Let's go, Nikki. Since I run the streets and all that, right? It's only right that I bring you the baddest chick in the streets right now. Damn, son, where'd you find this? <laughs> this set drops so much. <laughs> this is a world premiere. Young Money's on. It's like Chris is on. Nikki the Ninja, aka. My only thing I hate about the blog era is these long ass intros. Crazy long intros. <laughs> That's my only beef with the blog era ever was this shit. <laughs> One minute in the Motherfucking old school. Got my Mac notebook with the protos. That bitches ain't ready for Nikki Lowenski. Bad wolf, wolf, flyer than a frisbee. So I'm up in Mandalay eating mangoes. Keep a couple pink toes in my sandals. Got some bangles all over my ankles. Such a star, they say, and a star spangle. 
Shout out to whoever engineered and mastered that song. Beat Me Up, Scotty was released April 18th, 2009. 2009. So wait a minute. How does that make sense? When did Drake's first mixtape come out? When did So Far Gone come out? So Far Gone. Probably around the same time. Wasn't Best I Ever Had on that? No. Yeah, it was. That was on So Far Gone. So, like, how is the... Wait Maybe they recorded minute. them at the same time? Unless it never came out. I don't know. I feel like that Best I Ever Had remix nah, might be new. Nah, oh, man. Hold up. Hold the fuck up. Now I gotta, I gotta do a little, <laughs> Now we gotta do a little research here. We don't have time for this, but... No, yeah, you do the research on yeah, that, we'll, and I'll go We'll come into, back to this. Yo, but, you, yeah. yeah, you do the research on that, and I'll go into my... I have a couple for something new. Um, I know we got a lot to talk about. One of them is going to be me and E-Man sharing the same one, of yeah, course. We're, we're, yeah, Cole, we're going to get to you. Let's just be honest. Release. Cole, we're going gonna to get to J. Cole in the music section and the sports section. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely we are. So, anyways, so I want to get to one that you may not have heard me talk about on this podcast. I might have, actually, because she's definitely one of my favorite women in music. Um, her name is St. Vincent. Well, her real name is Annie Clark, but... Her stage name is Saint Saint Vincent. Holy shit! And up. So, shout out to my friend Andrea, who I didn't even know um, that Saint Vincent used to be in Sufjan Stevens' touring band. I didn't even know that until today, honestly. Uh, but she, anyways, she has a new album out called Daddy's Home, um, and she's just a phenomenal artist performer. Uh, she's kind of getting her David Bowie on with like the aesthetics because she's definitely like switched up her look. And, um, you know, whole, like, vibe each album. You know what I mean? So uh, this new album has a song on it that I really enjoy. I'm not going to waste too much time talking about it and just let you guys hear it. It's called Down and Out Downtown, and I think it's really creative and cool. And it's not typically in the cusp of the music that she makes, so I thought this one was really cool. Neil, for a second there, because there is an Annie Clark that was on Degrassi. No, that's not a character. That's not a character. That's actually like real name. Like she played a character on Degrassi. And every time I hear that, I'm like, oh, is it that Annie Clark? I'm like, no, no, this one's way more popular. Way more popular, and way more talented. She was just on SNL recently too, a couple weeks ago. So you can probably go check out her performance on YouTube. But anyways, here's Down and Out Downtown by Andy Clark off her new brand new album Daddy's Home. Sure. Alright. Kinda has like a little bit of the doors kind of vibe to it in the intro. Sitar on that shit. <laughs> God, I love that shit. She's also been, um, she's really funny too. She's been on episodes of Portlandia before with Fred Amerson and, um, uh, 
And I really uh, just enjoy everything she does. I saw her one time at the Masonic Temple with my friend Steph, and it was a lovely concert. Or not the Masonic Temple, I'm sorry, the Majestic Theater. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'll kick it over. Do you have uh, one besides J. Cole? Or? You know, I actually went and listened to that Rag and Bone, al- rag, ah, rag oh, and Bone Man it? album. Uh, you know what? It's pretty solid, man, to be honest with you. It's, so what's, it's very what's the name? Rag, rag, rag and Bone Man. Rag and Bone Man? Rag. Spell this for me. R-A-G apostrophe N apostrophe bone man. And bone, bone man Got is it. two separate words. But No, uh, album's called Life by Misadventure. It's really like he has a very like distinct voice to him. It's really like melodic, really soulful. I like it. It's not something you want to throw on if you want some hype shit for sure. It's mm-hmm. definitely you want to like sit and like listen to it and focus. I mean, it's a lot of lot of a uh, lot of romance songs in there. Not in a good way, unfortunately, but it's really dark and mm-hmm. deep, and you know I, I really like this album a lot. Uh, the one track on there, he has one feature by Pink, which I think it's is not the Anywhere same Pink here. though. It's not pink it's not that, that we know. It's not the pink that we... It is the pink we know. No, it's not, because sure? this, I, I'm just looking here on the spelling of it. It's like P with an exclamation point. Did you click NK. it? Because that's the same albums. It's definitely <laughs> not pink. It's that, it's that pink. It is pink. That's how pink always spelled her name. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's how pink always spelled her name. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It is pink. <laughs> wow. Learning new shit every day. There guess, you go. Huh? All right. <laughs> but no, Rag and Bone Man, uh, Life by Misadventure is a really great song. Life uh, by Misadventure, is that what one should I, that I should play? Uh, yeah, why not? All right. Let's see, Life by Misadventure. That's the name of the album. Oh, and then the song is Anyway from Anywhere from Here. Okay. Gotcha. Anyway, ah, sorry. Anywhere away from here. Gotcha. Here is what he just said from Rag and Bone Man featuring Pink. I never knew she stylized her name like that. That's crazy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Wild and running, fearless, this is burning bright. We knew nothing, was out of sight, is out of mind. Before we ever learned the fear of being born, before we ever were afraid of the unknown. When the lights go up, I don't think I told you, I don't think I told you that I feel out of place, pull me underground, don't know if you notice, sometimes I close my eyes and dream I'm somewhere. Dude, I need to go listen to this album. That was not what I expected. I pulled up the art, so I had never heard this guy before. I I thought, like, when I first saw it, I literally thought Jelly Roll changed his fucking name because he looks like Jelly Roll a little bit. I was definitely thinking it was some white boy hip hop shit because I pulled up this album. There's this bearded white boy in a, a fucking fur coat with face tattoos. It was not no, expecting that. No, that was, yeah, me either. That was a very pleasant <laughs> surprise. So, Rag and Bow Man, shout out to you. Yeah, shout Your out to Your album that. is wanna, fucking fire. That's, that's really tight. I'm going to check that out. I like when there's something that I haven't heard before on this segment because that was uh, really interesting. Did you to listen, listen to. to the uh, the 21 Savage Spiral 
Like so EP. I did not listen to that. I know that I want to because I'm a really big fan of 21 Savage. He's one of the artists that in the beginning of my listening with him, I wasn't like super sold on. And then every fucking project he drops, he makes me love him more. Like he's just. He definitely had, had like a really good progression. So he far has in his got career, a great sure. progression and a good way to play like, it. Right? Because yeah. He really has just like blossomed into like a really fantastic rap so, artist, in my opinion. I listened to that. Oh, and the Black Keys album. That was the other that one. Shit is oh amazing. my god, I forgot about wow. the Black Keys album. Yeah. Wow. Delta Cream is amazing. I'll, I'll, we'll get into that later. We both can talk about that one. Yeah, but... yeah. I'm not gonna play anything off the 21 or the Black Keys because we got a lot to right. talk about. The 21. But... So I did. So I listened to the 21 project or the EP. It's solid. I also watched Spiral earlier today. Like yeah. that's why I left early to go watch that movie. Wait, there's a movie. What, yeah, the, the Saw movie, Spiral? Oh, that's what this is from? That's, it's, it's the soundtrack for there. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, Spiral from the Book of Saw. Yeah. I, that's crazy. Yeah, so, so he I, did that. I did I, not know. I went to go watch that movie uh, a couple hours ago. Is it any good? You know what? The reviews shit all over it. <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad. It's definitely entertaining. Yeah. It's definitely entertaining. I mean, you can kind of see like the plot twist a mile away, yeah. to be honest with you, but it's not bad. Okay. Like It wasn't Chris Rock's fault. It wasn't... The other guys fought like the main villain. It was not Samuel Jackson's fault. It's definitely the writing. But mm, okay, well he wrote it. Who? Chris Rock. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. <laughs> yeah, he did. I looked. Uh, no, the director, whoever directed it, wrote it. I saw that in the credits. So why was there this whole shit about Chris Rock brought a new concept to the Saw people? And they decided to make his movie. I hope he didn't. I, he wrote it. I'm pretty nah, sure he wrote man. it. Come on, Chris. I'm pretty. Fo- I'm pretty positive that he wrote the it, movie. He produced it. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was his idea. Let me see this. Directed by Dave Darren Lee Bolzman. Writing credits. No, Josh Stolberg and Peter Goldfinger wrote it. Hmm. I thought that he came up with the concept for it and like brought it to the Lionsgate people, and then that's why they made the canoe one or something. He's a executive producer, or maybe he said he wanted to be in one or something. I don't know. That's weird. No, he didn't. He didn't write this movie. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so the the Spiral, I guess, from 21, I didn't know that it was the soundtrack, but yeah, check that out, because 21 Savage is the shit. I still need to listen to it myself. Soundtrack is um, better than the movie. Definitely. I'll, I'll tell you that, but <laughs> well, the movie's the not movie, bad. But. but anyways, and then also shout out to the Black Keys, because honestly, as a giant Black Keys fan, I haven't been into the last couple albums they made really that much, because it kind of felt a little played out, and I don't mean to shit on them at all, but this feels... Almost more back to their roots, like because in the beginning they had a very like garage rock band type of bluesy vibe, right. and this is them recording. So they covered a bunch of their favorite artists from Mississippi, and uh, put out an album of all covers, and it has that like underproduced kind of like vibe to it where it's him and Patrick jamming. It doesn't sound as like clean as like it normally does. It doesn't at all. Does, it sounds and really that's like, what's dope about there's it. There's a lot of uh, uh, grunge on the the guitars and the effects and it just it sounds really cool. So go check out the Black Keys um, cover album. What was the name of it again? Delta Cream. Delta Cream. Um, but then, all right, so the next one that we're both going to talk about because one of the biggest rappers on the face of the earth of our generation uh, dropped a new project. One of the top three out the blog era for sure. That's for and sure. probably yeah, the you top got Kendrick top Cole three. and Drake that are always talked about. Which Big Sean and Big Crit should be in that conversation too. But those those are the big as three. As well as Wale. As well. Uh, who, yeah, but who else I mean, came out? Young Thug came out the blog era. Like, yeah, Young, <laughs> I mean, young Thug is not in the lyrical miracle like these guys. Like, um, we, no, we're not talking about that. We're just talking about influence and yeah. Like, but from the there's no era. way Thug could keep up with these guys, um, and especially not Cole. Like Cole is crazy. 
He's amazing. Um, there's always going to be haters, but this time he did something a little different than he usually with does. Mac which Miller. he had actually um, different producers on here instead of doing it himself. And he has features on here, which is Tyler. the first time ever um, that he's done different producers besides himself, right? Uh, I think he's had other producers before. I, I think this is the first time he's ever had other production on his own albums. Not the mixtapes, but his own albums. I think he produced all of them himself. Not all of them. He did, Born Center definitely had some like producers. Had features. Pro- yeah. Had features. Didn't have producers. I feel like it did. Born Center definitely has some No ID production on it. I don't think it did. Let me look it up right now. Let me look up Born Center right now. Let's get to the bottom of this. I don't know about 2014 or For Your Eyes Only, but those I feel definitely like were all. Those, him. Yeah, those are, those I'm not. Those I'm not even gonna him. have to look up. Those are probably right. But um, Born Center see. definitely album did. credits. Born Center. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Born the... Sin- no, Born Sinner was all J. Cole. Was it really? Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, and just to confirm this, when we were talking about earlier, it has Rock Nation as different. I think he, like, there was, like, people that he, like, used as, like, engineers and, um, and mastering and stuff. But as far as I see here, it's all J. Cole. That best best I ever had was released February thirteenth, two thousand nine. By the way, the original, or the original, the, the original song, and then the remix got released on the mixtape with Nicki. The newest, the new version. No, of it, the or? the the, okay. 2000, the original two thousand nine okay. one. Okay. That's cool. what I, that's what I thought. That's crazy. I'm How like, why would you remix that? a song? Drake has had some. Like, don't get me wrong. I love best I ever had, but Drake's had so many other songs that come out and had a way bigger impact than that. However, that was his first big single. Yeah, it definitely was. That's so, the first I'm like, I, I, so I, I mean, I'm just saying from like from Nicki's standpoint, I would not remix that one in 2021. Definitely not. That song was <laughs> that song made me a fan of Drake. I was like, this best I ever had shit is tight. I liked it. But anyways, back to J Cole. Um, the off season. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be his last album or not. He's always teasing. That I don't think seemingly so. so. Rappers they're, don't retire. They, they, yeah, they always say they're <laughs> going to. But he's. I really enjoyed the little small. There's like probably about a 10, 15 minute documentary. Um, with him and. It's got um, uh, Twenty One Savage, Savage was in there, there and it kind of covers his basketball like transition too. So he gets like in, he goes back to uh, Muhammad's crib mm. back in uh, where's it Brooklyn? I think it's in Brooklyn. Yes, I think okay. you're right. So yeah, he is talking about like he got back to his roots on this album and like. I don't know. J. Cole is just a really inspiring dude. He's me. an inspiring like, he really dude to me is, as just, well. Um, I really appreciate how he's just kind of the type of artist who's not he. He doesn't do a lot of interviews. He doesn't do a lot of like press. He just kind of comes have out, to, drops shit, and then he goes back to living in North Carolina. That's or, the thing about that. Carolina, like when yeah. you're like one of those top dogs, like a Drake or a Lil Wayne or a Kendrick or something like that, or J Cole, like you don't have to do many press runs because you already have established name. Like somebody like low, like say like a tier under that. Yeah, you're gonna have to do some press runs. Yeah. You're gonna have to do some radio shows and stuff like that. Like, but J Cole has that. I mean, and it's 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 a gift and a curse, I guess, because they whatever you put out is gonna sell, but it's gonna get talked about everywhere. Oh, yeah. So you for have sure. to, it got to make sure it's dope. Dissected with yeah. a fine tooth <laughs> comb for sure. Um, but yeah, I think one of the cool things about him. So is, let's dissect it with a fine tooth comb. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and, 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 and not to mention, he yeah. bought. He was just on uh, L.A. Leakers. Shout out to Justin Credible and Sour Milk. Um, he bodied his freestyle on that over two of my favorite hip hop beats of all time, "93 Till Infinity" 
by Soldier Mischief and uh, Still Tipping by Paul Wall. So that was really cool. But, um, yeah, we, uh, you know, there's not too much we really have to tell you about J. Cole because you guys, if you're listeners to popular music, you probably have heard J. Cole. Um, what is your favorite track off here? My favorite track is Close, track 11, because it's a great storytelling track. Um, but I thought I'd leave it up to you to pick out which one we play. I'm between two songs here. As my far as my favorite song on this album, it bounces back and forth. But just because I love Cameron, gotta go in '95 South. Okay, all right for sure. Yeah. And it's produced by Timbo. Shout out to Timberland uh, for keeping us entertained the entire pandemic with the versus battles with him yeah, and Swiss him. Beats. So yeah, here's a little bit of '95 South. And this got a this this fucking shit is so dope. This it's got like that one awesome of my favorite little intros, John Teeth. Well, your hood at? <laughs> Killer, it's the off season. Let's oh, keep so it tall. Y'all ain't fucking with my man. Don't check the watch. I'm not ready for it. I'm not that Killer King. Niggas is fucking yeah. finished. This shit too easy for me now. Nigga Cole been going plat since back when CDs was around. What you sold, I tripled debt. I can't believe these fucking clowns. Look how everybody clapping when your 30-song album do a measly hundred thou. If I'm betting on myself, then I completely double down. If you hate it on a nigga, please don't greet me with a pound. I be staying out the way, but if the beef do come around, could put an M right on your head. You Luigi brother now. Trace my steps all in this game. You can see we cover ground Back and forth from NC to New York When Jeezy had the crown Vivid memories Niggas start to squeeze We ducking down So many shells left on the ground And make the Easter Bunny proud I get up Dust my clothes off Sleep is the cousin of death No plans to doze off The streets that don't come with a ref I never sold soft Just creep where the hustlers crept And got they O's off You reach niggas up and like Steph To blow your nose off Kazoom tight And then resume flight Yeah, you're right It's early to tell Off, Off the first Like, I've listened to the album Straight through like three times I really loved K.O.D. I really did A lot of people I mean, I think it's it's fucking phenomenal. I think Born Center is my favorite overall. Uh, KOD is a close second to me. Born Center is not in my top at all. Um, I think Forest Hills. Forest Hills. Uh, it's, Forest it's a, Hills up there, too. Though. It, it, it's really. I have not got, done like. He's got a bunch of them. I don't think I've ever done like a Cole breakdown like that. Like, he's got as far a, as like de- my favorite Cole He definitely has albums. a bunch of them. Um, I mean, the only one I can like kind of get out of there off the rip was. Uh, Sideline story. That's the only one I can kind of get. That I can just get off the rip. But that was cool. But it wasn't like what the hell one was sideline story. That's the one that had that workout plan on it. Oh, and I like it, that song. Uh, that album is sweet. That's got um a uh, new watch with Jay Z and shit. Yeah, that, yeah, I love that song. I mean, I'm just saying, like in comparison to where he is yeah, now, no. like I and, can get that one out of there. It's not I, a bad and album. And I think though. one of the cool things to note that I definitely want to make uh, a note of on this podcast is that J. Cole has progressively gotten better with his bars every album. Like, there was definitely, in early J. Cole bars, I feel like there was definitely cringeworthy uh, shit. Like, he had a lot of, like, things that, like, people, like, um, talk about Big Sean for having cringeworthy shit. I think that J. Cole had a lot of bad bars early on. A lot of of shit metaphors. A lot of shit metaphors, bro. I was just going to say that. Literally, I was just going to say that. J. Cole had a lot of shit metaphors. And I hate that. Literally, one of my biggest critiques about hip-hop is when they reference... I'm the shit to taking a shit. It is 
it, I think it's so cringe and so uncreative. So if you're a rapper thinking about got, referencing what, what taking a, a shit, what a, what a little way don't say, do it. But what a little that got <laughs> ten bathrooms, I could shit all day. <laughs> so dumb. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Literally the most annoying shit on the face of the earth to me. I do. You know what? Is this gonna be? This is the podcast name or the episode name is gonna be shit metaphors. Shit metaphors. Shit metaphors. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. But anyways, we gotta move on because yeah, we're, we're, we're almost we're out of time. Over. Anyways, Eric's giving us the stink eye right now. We don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. But anyways, um, so we want to move on. There is one track that I wanted to play you outside of our something old, something news, just because it's a couple of our good buddies, um, and I want to say shout out to. High potency, specifically for making the drive all the way out from Ipsy to Detroit to drive off. I've been rocking that hoodie a couple times. Hoodies. Shout out to Dilo as well and the whole Keep a G family. Uh, Nice. (laughs) That's tight. Anyways, yeah, shout out to the whole Keep a G family. Hi, Poe, we love you. And then Breeze, man, I'm so happy you're home and healthy. And making new music, I think. My God! Were... Oh, bro! Oh, happy birthday, Breeze! Fuck, his birthday what? passed like a couple days ago. Oh shit! Well, then another birthday. This yeah. is for him Fuck. and for um his. Oh, weren't you? You so you were? This was the video you were at the shoot for. I right? am not in one scene in that video. Not How, a scene. However, I was there. <laughs> I was present on shoot, and then I get a text from. Bre- it's funny because I actually get a text from Breeze about that. He goes, "Hey, I pre." No, it wasn't Breeze. It was hypo. I get a text like, hey, man, I'm glad you came out. I don't have any, you know, we don't have any uh, shoots of you in the photo because I dipped out. This is this is when I got like, so that's when I got like really super fucking high <laughs> off that rapper weed and had to dip the fuck out. But because I was like really paranoid, like, dog, I got to go. If I smoke anymore, I got to, I cannot drive, allegedly. But still, like, I had to go home. <laughs> so anyways, here's the last track we want to play for you. It's a new song called Cul-de-Sac featuring Breeze and High Potency. Um, In my opinion, these are Detroit's Red and Meth. Um, I really enjoy what they do together, so here's a little bit of them. Whoops. Nope. You know I'm going to learn this one day to stop my fucking title before I play the next track, right? (laughs) Here is Cul-de-Sac. Kanji's in like every damn shot. Shout her. She's been on podcast yeah. too. It's Primo Beats, bitch. Look. Yeah, she came Goddamn. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, did we interview hey. her? Like, no. Hey. Yeah, okay, I got yeah. 10 dope bitches chilling in my cul-de-sac. I'm the chosen one at that. I'm the golden when I rap. When I'm stroking on that cat. Only goldens that I rap. My mind focus on the black. Y'all so bogus and y'all whack. I got 10 dope Chilling in my golden sack. I'm the chosen one at that. My flow's golden when I rap. When I'm stroking on that cat, only golden that I rap. My mind focus on the black. Y'all so bogus and y'all whack. My dad got more holes than me. I be like, go while your pops. I give life to the music like I am. So child pops. I do not play games. They surprise that I'm sick. That's Bioshock. Swifter than Stromayo. Shed light on the times like sundial clocks. I spit ghost pepper, but blind on fire. These niggas, this miles sucks. I made myself my own set of trying to be a higher boss. I got 10 freaky girls off in the team. Y'all niggas bout suspect as PD. Work rap podcast design clothes. Man, I got a swollen plate. Goldens when I rap. Goldens that I rap. I know more goldens than Tate. 
So please don't compare me to your man's or I'm beating your man's. I am a golden lord like I am fighting me to your man. I was birthed with a beat and the fucking track me. Fuck your bitch like athlete or a golden like Michael Johnson's track cleats. Get in the game and I'm taking it down. It's High Breeze Breeze verse, by the way. I pose that next. Like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. I got 10 dope. Bitches chillin' in my cul-de-sac I'm the chosen one at that My flow's golden when I rap When I'm stroking on that cat Only goldens that I rap My mind focus on the black Y'all so bogus and y'all whack I got ten dope bitches chillin' in my cul-de-sac I'm the chosen one at that My flow's golden when I rap When I'm stroking on that cat Only goldens that I rap My mind focus on the black Y'all so bogus Look. and y'all whack I don't ever tell a chick my whereabouts unless she coming over to my cul-de-sac. I got a bitch in front and then a hoe in back and they might hate each other, but they both relax. I've been so gone on this road, ain't no going back. I find a fork in the road, I might eat off the streets like a nigga that was selling keys in the streets. But it's dope that I got when I speak to the beat. Told a bitch not to get stuck on me if I cheat. I ain't cuffing, I ain't trying to be the police. No arresting these hoes, just a good night in bed with these hoes. And I got nothing left for these hoes. You the worst, I'm the best that these hoes ever had. So I know that you mad, I'm addressing these hoes. While you stalking her page and you all in amazement on every picture writing X's and O's. Tyler Durden with the disorders. disorders. Not a pimp, I'm just a bitch hoarder. Chick thicker than some brick mortar. Gave me brain inside a fifth quarter. Cold and harder never gets warmer. Bitches say that I got trust issues. I don't love you cause I fuck with you. I agree, can't say I didn't warn her. I wake up and blaze a blunt. Texas say she hate my guts. I don't even read the paragraphs. I just smile and say what's up. <laughs> Trying to fuck a different bitch a day. For a week until I drift away. Same shit, my nigga, different day. Green and gold nigga ain't shit to say. Green and gold, like the hoodie that he gave me. My lord. <laughs> that shit is fire, man. Tyler Darden with the deuce orders. I like that one. Fucking love both of those guys, <laughs> yeah, man. Do both do friends of the show, both yep. dope-ass people just didn't talk to. Definitely people we will be bigging up on the show forever because uh, we uh, we really appreciate everything that they do. Um, but yeah, so before we end this episode, we want to I got, get I, to a couple up, of things. Hold up, Yeah, I must say we got a little bit more stuff to talk about. A couple about. of things. Um... One, we want to send love. I mean, even though it's divided right now, we want to send love to all the people that are involved in the Joe Budden podcast. Um, I I happen to side with Rory and Maul's take on things a little bit more after watching both of their um, respective podcasts. Joe put out one where they were not there, kind of yelling and screaming and stuff and being, you know, Joe Budden. And then Rory and Maul put out their own where they were kind of responding to everything. Two bucks just, on Vimeo. Or actually, I think it leaked on YouTube by yeah, now. Yeah, it's definitely on but, YouTube now, and it has over 500,000 views already. Yeah, it, it kind <laughs> of spells it. I mean, I, I'm going to go, and I'm, I'm with Neil on that, like we're on Rory and Maul side of that. Just because, I mean, if you really if you really follow their, their pod, it kind of looks like there's like some shit going on where... You can even tell, like, when Joe got that Patreon deal, for instance, yep. you can kind of see it in, like, the background, the you energy and stuff could. like that. It's like it's definitely, like, an ego thing with Joe. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's going wrong. I love Joe, but it's definitely an ego thing with that. And I feel like I side more with their side, just simply back to the fact that how they talked about it, and it kind of all, everything kind of tracks instead of just, you know, shitting on your friends. Because mm-hmm. we, we talk about this, and we talked about this yesterday, dude. I would never fucking do that to you. Right, like, I don't exactly. Think, yeah. Money or not, like it's just not how I'm built as a person. So right. Like, when no. E-Man, when this was going down, E-Man and I like literally were texting each other. Me, him, and, and Lindsay. Shout out his girlfriend, Lindsay. We were literally in like a, a group chat about like 
dude, no matter what happens, like, I, obviously we're not on the level of their podcast, but, like, it would, it's always 50-50 with us, and it's always going to be our friendship before this business, you know what I mean? Because that's more valuable to us than this as a, as a business. I mean, obviously we love this shit, and we want this to be a successful business, but, you know, friendship is important, right. man. And, I like, mean, and doing your friends dirty like that publicly, it was just, just, it was just a bad look. I mean, the thing is, like, if you look at the track record, I mean, it kind of speaks to it. Like, and I, I don't want to pick them apart because I don't want to, like, one day get this episode discovered and then that'll be a whole thing and it'll be, right. you know, just I like, I don't want to kick Joe while he's down. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, I'm not going to go that far. But, I mean, there, there definitely seems to be trends mm-hmm. with Joe and doing shit yeah. like this. I mean, he's so. had bad business deals, bad, I mean, bad relationships I mean, all they, across the it's board. It's abandonment but, issues, another thing, too. Like, I feel like they built, uh, in, I don't know, man. But, you know, there's, shout there's out to him as well. He, he was man enough to apologize to Rory. That's it's, true. It's, it's what we read. It's how, it's, I haven't watched it's how he yet. did it for me. It was bad. It was literally it was how he did it. It's it not what he did, because I could see that, but it's how he did yeah. it. It was fucked It was very up. boisterous and very yelling at the, you know, people that weren't even there. And, you know, I mean, their, their show is going to go on. It's not going to be... Either of them is not going to be the same as big as I mean, I, heard, I mean, I heard an episode with Ice and Ish. It's not bad. It's really, I've heard that they're good too, and no. I and I, shout out to Ice and Ish. I actually don't know either of those gentlemen, and I've never heard a podcast with with them on it. But I've heard that they're doing a good thing. Yeah, and and I also really want to say shout, shout out to, to Parks, Parks because Parks is the backbone <laughs> of that whole thing. <laughs> he, he's, oh he's the my man. god! <laughs> I mean. He Parks deserves a fucking medal. Not but only has he like engineered all of Joe's music for his entire career, but he's—I mean—he's been instrumental in this podcast and making it sound great. I mean, he's like trying not to like not get, get in. The in middle. He's not trying. He's not trying to get in the middle with his friends at the same time. I know you know you got to get a check. That's so a, I, I get and, it. And that's a terrible situation to it be is. in when when you have friends that are on both sides that are in a uh, conflict with each other. Because I've been there. Everyone's been there. You know. Or, you know, someone that doesn't Shit. like each other, and you're a friend <laughs> in the middle, man. Like, that happens, dude. And you got to, like, you know, you got to play you got to play it respectively where you don't want to make anyone um, upset with you and you don't want to, like, add any spice to it or any, you know. It's tough. Right. It's a tough place to be any, in. Any, so. um, just real quick, just because I want to get this on a lighter note. Uh, the Pistons have collabed with Martin Lawrence to do, like, a Martin, like, theme, like, merch. What for the Pistons? Does that even make sense? So like Martin, like the TV show, I right? Know that. Yeah. So they're doing like that with the P- Detroit Pistons, like merch based around well, like, like the Mar- like the logo I, stuff like that, and it's just like everything's like. See how it plays dude, out. no, it looks no like <laughs> oh, you, you can you can out? look it up right now. Oh, yeah. It's out? <laughs> no, it actually <laughs> looks dope. So it's shout out to Martin Lawrence on that. You know, what I mean, because you know, like Martin was set in Detroit, so I guess that makes sense. That's you know, that sure. makes total sense to do. Wait, that. it was Martin. It yeah. was set in Detroit. Yeah. Like the TV show Martin was said in How Detroit. How did I not know that? I watched that <laughs> show all the time. That's fucking ridiculous. I guess I was young and not thinking about it. But anyways, um, this this episode has got to come to an end. But we have to quickly before we end it. Um, I don't want I don't want to talk in length about it because it's a very tricky subject to navigate on. Are you going to Israel Palestine? Yes. Real quick, let me get this out before you do that. Uh, Mac Miller's face has turned seven. Cool. So Sean, to shout that out, and then. Drake to receive Artist of the Decade at the Billboard Awards. And then there was other one big. It's Darkin' as Hell as Tot turns 23. Oh, so yeah. shout out to DMX. We, we uh, will be talking DMX. about DMX on the next full episode because he's got a crazy And then they ever. found Pop Smoke's uh, killer. We uh, talked about that already. The 15-year-old kid? Yeah, we talked about that last episode. Did we? Yep. Are you sure about that? Probably. Do you know that it was over a watch? 
Yeah, I know. It's so, yeah, so fucking sad. Rolex. So sad, dude. All right, so let's um, go to Israel-Palestine. So, yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk too heavy on it because I'm not versed enough um, in in the subject to, to the point. I don't want to make any dumb mistakes because I know that you can sometimes put out a statement that where your heart is in the right place, but if you don't fully know what's going on, it could come off in the wrong direction. And what I mean by that is Rihanna had a, a, a statement about it, but she didn't really see the bigger picture in it. And what I want to really get across and what I'm saying is definitely it's so sad that kids and women on both sides are dying. But what's happening to the Palestinians is way worse, in my opinion. It is not it's not a war, really. It's genocide, in my opinion, because the Israelis have a whole fighting army and technology and you know, an army behind them that the, the Palestinians don't. On top of that, this They're shit's been going on for this homes. shit's been going on for decades. For they decades. annex the territory and, and it's really forcing sad. people out of their homes. It's so like, sad too because it's kind of repeating a cycle of, um, you know, like obviously this whole area was put in place out of the Holocaust and what was happening to the Jews in. Um, the terrible times of the '40s in in the Holocaust times, and they all got put in this place. And but it's it's almost like it's repeating the cycle of they're doing this now to the Palestinians. And there's been multiple kids getting killed, and you know people that are innocent that have nothing to do with this. And please don't kill me if I'm if I'm if I'm wrong. If 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 I'm if you feel that I'm incorrect in what I'm saying. Holler at me because there's a lot that needs to be learned on this subject. Yeah, and I don't I, know that's, fully. that's the reason I can't. I'm not gonna pick a side on this because I don't know enough about it. But I do want to say prayers I'm, up for the people that were killed in that airstrike a couple days ago. Uh, I'm not picking sides. I, I side with people not, that not are my place. in shambles, but I, I I'm side, siding with peace. Right now, I'm siding, siding with, with the Palestinians peace. in this <laughs> because they have a heart. This is this is dis- disgusting. What's happening to them? Like. It really is terrible what's happening in Gaza. I mean, I watched a video of a 10-year-old little girl talking about how am I supposed to rebuild? They just destroyed my entire home. It's it's a sticky situation, it's man. Terrible. And it's I, really, I it's like really, really sad. And it's and, genocide and it's also funded by the US government, which is like and and, and I want to be transparent I feel here like this too. Sh- is that not a war crime? I want to be transparent here not because a war crime as, as, awful, as, as awful as I always thought Trump was and and you've heard me on this podcast giving shit to Donald Trump, I want to give that same shit to Joe Biden right now because I'm not specific to party. I usually lean towards towards the left, but having said that, I'm not here riding for the Democrats ever. And I think what Joe Biden is doing in his complacency with this issue is disgusting. I really do. And in all this funding, all of our tax money funding goes to um, – supporting the Israel or Israel I'm sorry in continuing this airstrikes and shit going on um and I understand that the guy that the leader of Palestine has done some shitty things as well and probably got him in this mess but they don't have a militarized unit you know the, the same way uh so it's just really fucking sad dude and and I, I'm gonna learn more about it and um you know, I'm sure we'll touch on it more on other podcasts. Yeah, but. This, this won't be the last of this you hear on over here. Right, so we definitely, uh, I just want to say prayers up for prayers to all the, the moms and the kids yeah. and, <laughs> like, and, is, and, and you know fucked. all the innocent people that are losing their lives. It's really, really, really upsetting. Um, I I really wish I could contribute more to the topic, but I, I really don't know enough about it. 
Yeah. And it's just it's heartbreaking right. though. I mean, just seeing the footage and, and just he reading like the articles and stuff like that. Like this shit is heartbreaking. And then, it's also a I tough mean, place to be we in just because wanna, we just. I mean, we're just trying to report, you know, what's going on. Right. We're not, you know, we don't want to pick like a bias or anything like that. But we do wish that everybody that was involved in that airstrike and I mean, even over the decades, like stuff like that, like who yeah. knows how that how who knows how that affects people. It's crazy, like, man. It's really it's sad, and it's 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 really tough. Like not tough. I shouldn't say it's tough because we're not dealing with it, but. As Americans, knowing that our tax dollars are going to funding some of this shit is really upsetting. It's disgusting. And, um, it's, fuck, it's fucking disgusting. It really, it really is. But um, so all we can say is prayers, I guess, that's the best we got, really, which really feels like shit. Yeah, but. no, it's, it's like prayers up. We're saying good vibes. I don't want to say any of that shit, but... I mean, I hopefully don't know we, what next, else. Next episode, like, hopefully we can come back with something helpful. Maybe yeah. there'll be something that we can... You know, donate to or something. I don't know. I I don't. I really don't know. But um, just know that our hearts are in the right place on this, and we're we're uh, we're gonna try to give you guys the news as it comes out. But uh, prayers up to everybody. Um, I, it's all on my list for this one. Yeah, that's so, all. We gotta we gotta move oh, on. Oh, J Cole's pro debut d- debut. Oh yeah, he played in Ro- yeah. So the same day his album comes out, he has three points and three rebounds in the Rwanda African League. Amazing. And two assists. <laughs> and two assists. <laughs> two assists. <laughs> Crazy. He, 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 he turned a triple single. Yeah, good triple for him. <laughs> <laughs> but to make you guys feel a little better, because like I said in the beginning of Live the episode, your that's, dreams, though. That's like, I'm glad I, he's living out his dream with that, by the way. I wanna, awesome. I'm not throwing shade at J. Cole by no, no means. No, it's awesome. But, yeah. I think it's super cool. Um, but as I said in the beginning of the episode, the best way I know how to send my love to people is through the power of music. And there's a brand new track out by one of my favorite current artists, Leon Bridges named Motorbike, and the video is actually produced by Anderson Pack. so you should go check out the video on YouTube, um, and here is the song for you guys, and we will see you next time. Peace. We don't stop at the time, do Love is in another life, let me remind you Look back, see me behind you When it feels good, you don't have to try to And if you say so, if you say so Then let's go I know you're all that I want to send to match What do I gotta do to get you? On the back of my motorbike Switch lanes, 29, Can ride.